Hi, and welcome to Authentically ADHD with me, Carmen, your host. I created this podcast to help anybody that struggles with neurodiversity. As a late diagnosed ADHDer, teacher, and life coach, I want to help as many people as I can with this disorder, give you tips, tricks, the new research, and some mindset work along the way. I'm here to spread positivity and help seriously as many people as possible. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi friend, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy that you're here. I'm so grateful that you pressed play, whether you tune in every episode or just once in a while. I appreciate you. Also, I just want to remind you that us ADHDers, we sometimes have terrible memories. So if you do end up liking this podcast, don't forget to drop me a follow on whatever podcast app you use. I'm on pretty much all of them. And then you won't forget, and every time I come out with a new episode, you can see if you want to listen to it or not. All right, now on to the show. Today's topic is when we struggle with, you know, in the past. We struggle with it in the future. We'll struggle with it now. We struggle with it being neurodiverse. The holidays are difficult. They're difficult for so many different reasons. It is a busy time of year. I mean, can you even believe that it's December already? There's a bunch of added activities on top of the already like busy life that we live, the hustle and bustle of minute culture, and now, now, now. During the holidays, it's added activities, tasks, planning, prioritizing, boundaries, all of the different things. And people who have ADHD may find this season overwhelming, overstimulating. I mean, first there's the actual holiday, whatever you celebrate. Around this time of year, there's usually get-togethers, whether that's at work, whether that's with friends, whether that's with the neighbors, whether that's with this club that you joined or with family. And then we also struggle with the shopping, giving gifts, and doing these things because they include planning, prioritization, and impulse control, the things that overwhelm our brains, which get overwhelmed very easily because our capacity is so much lower. If you are the one hosting one of these get-togethers, there's even more pressure, work, planning, decision-making, prioritizing, and emotional regulation involved. I want you to understand that this this part of the year comes with so much temptation for our impulsivity with gift buying yummy foods, fun alcoholic beverages. It's an overstimulating time of year, whether you're shopping, attending a get-together, and or planning and having a get-together at your house. So many people, it's usually loud, and it makes it really hard to actually enjoy anything when you're feeling overstimulated and or overwhelmed. 
Do you feel like you feel this way during the holidays? Do you feel like you want to just like hide during the month of December? I know from growing up in a family that didn't necessarily give me or provide these tools for me because they didn't know how, um, it makes those get-togethers harder as well because you don't know what it, there is that's going to happen. You don't have, you may not have the tools to deal with a certain situations that are kind of come up that are going to make you feel comfortable or uncomfortable. And I haven't even touched on if you're going to be traveling for the holiday season. I mean, come on. After all the hustle and bustle of the pre-holiday obligations, you now need to pack, plan a trip, make sure that you've packed all of your own things, plus the holiday stuff, all the extras, plan where you're going to sleep, when and what you will eat, and all the things that disrupt our routines and schedules, which throws our ADHD for a loop. Have you ever felt like after one of these get-togethers you could use three days of sleeping? That's because our brains overuse themselves with masking and trying to decide whether we're going to answer this way or answer that way and just the decision making and the planning and the emotional regulation itself is exhausting. There's also a lot that's expected of us during the holidays, traditions, and the ways that we are quote-unquote supposed to act or things that we are quote-unquote supposed to do, things we should do. And I want to invite you to drop some of these expectations that have been forced upon us. You are not responsible for bringing the happiness and joy to your family. You are a grown-ass adult. My coach says this all the time, and I've started saying it to myself. I am a grown-ass adult, and I can do whatever I want. So, the in turn, so are they. They are grown-ass adults. You are only responsible for your emotions. Other people are responsible for theirs. Now, I'm not saying that that's it. 100% indefinitely. Obviously, people can impact other people's emotions, but a lot of times our family members may not understand or refuse to learn about our neurodiversity, so they cannot help accommodate for you. It's going to be your responsibility, which again sucks, but that's all part of what is each adult's responsibility. We are grown-ass adults, we can do whatever we want, but it comes with consequences and it comes with responsibilities. But the good news is I'm here to help. I have 10 tips to share with you that are going to help you create hopefully the best holiday season yet. But first, I want to ask you to please take perfection and throw it out the window. <laughs> we cannot have perfectionism here. We cannot, we cannot act in perfectionism. We cannot function accurately in overwhelm when we've passed our capacity and or are overstimulated. Holidays hold so many emotions as well. So please remember to give yourself grace, take a deep breath, and ask yourself, what do I want this holiday season to look like? And disclaimer here, I am not a doctor nor a therapist, so if this episode brings anything up, please seek professional help. So, again, what do you want this holiday season to look like? 
because everybody gets to choose how their holiday looks and how their holiday is. We do not have to do what we don't want to do. Okay? Awesome. Ready for my top 10 tips? Here we go. Number one, set realistic expectations. Actually, I'm going to backtrack for a second here and I'm not going to edit this out because that's just how I do ADHD and all because I forgot to say. Here are the 10 tips, but first, take care of your basic needs, please. I know that some people like to take um, medication breaks over certain holiday breaks or school breaks, things like that. Just remember how much that impacts your symptoms. And so make sure you are meeting your basic needs and treating your ADHD. Okay, because that's not one of the tips. <laughs> Number one, set realistic expectation. ADHD involves lack of self-awareness and we often set expectations so incredibly high that we don't end up reaching them. Then in comes the shame. So hop out of your fantasy and into the reality with the holiday and with these tips because B minus work can change your life. I'm proof. <laughs> Number two, create a schedule. I know, I know, I know. Don't turn off the podcast. I know you just had a feeling about the word schedule. But here's, here's, a, here's the thing. Our brains, they don't like the word schedule. They don't like looking at a schedule. They don't like following the schedule. But they do like having the routine. Our brains like predictability. So creating that schedule is just like externalizing your brain. See, the problem is we believe that we can keep all of our thoughts, emotions, to-dos, reminders, dates, etc., etc., up in our brain like it's some kind of teacher filing cabinet. No, it's not. And it shouldn't be. And if my brain looked like my teacher filing cabinet, I'd be very worried. <laughs> but that's not what it's, because it's not what it's for. It's not what it's for. Your brain is meant to do two things. One, keep you alive. And two, problem solve. When we try to keep all that extra crap up there, it creates that spinning feeling in your brain. That overwhelm and that spinning will not help you create the emotions that you will need to act in ways where you like your results. Remember, just remember and keep the reminder that your thoughts create or trigger your emotions, your emotions drive your actions, and your actions create your results. Number three, prioritize your tasks. Prioritization is very difficult for ADHDers. We think everything is the most important when it's not. We also forget sometimes to break down these holiday and everyday tasks and projects into smaller chunks. So then we can move manageable chunks around and then ask ourselves the level of importance realistically. Please take morality and perfectionism out of it. They don't belong here. They really don't. Number four, delegate the stuff that you don't have the capacity for or just don't want to do. Ask a trusted, safe person to take on some of those tasks and take them off your plate so that the overall workload and stress isn't as heavy. Don't be afraid to ask someone for help 
We cannot do it all. We are not robots. We are humans. We are looking for calm, not chaos. <laughs> also, we are looking for a cohesive holiday, right? One where everyone, you know, helps other people. So hopefully you have somebody safe in your life that you can ask for help. Number five, practice mindfulness daily. Check in with your capacity. Set aside time every day to brain dump your thoughts, emotions, tasks, etc. Ask yourself frequently, am I working within my capacity? Am I crossing my own limits? Another great question to ask yourself is, am I feeling resentment? Am I feeling resentful for some reason? Because that's a great sign that a boundary may need to be put in place, internally or externally. And this leads me to number six. Create and honor your boundaries. Whether these are internal boundaries that you set within yourself or boundaries that you set between another person so that your needs are met re relationally and so you feel safe. I have a few episodes about boundaries and safe people, but put simply, it's the property line between you and another person. It's where you end and someone else begins. And an internal boundary is something you create to stay within your capacity. So something like that might be, I'll go to this get together, but I'm going to leave at this time so that I have time to spend with, you know, these other people or just to go home and be alone and recuperate and rest. So different seasons also bring different types of boundaries and different levels of capacity. So be aware of that. You're not going to have the same capacity you did 10 years ago. And if you have little kids right now, your capacity is the smallest that it ever will be. So make sure you are being self-aware of your capacity and make sure you're creating healthy boundaries and honoring them. And when I say honor your boundaries, it's usually easy to honor a boundary that you create between you and another person. It's hard to follow ones that we internally make to ourselves because they make us feel guilty. We're recovering people pleasers. It's okay to say no. A safe person will accept your no. Okay. Number seven, plan downtime. No shame allowed. With ADHDers, hyperactive nervous system, time blindness, and lack of self-awareness, we often find ourselves going past our capacity and we end up in burnout. This is not where we want to be in the holiday season. And the busyness of the holidays on top of regular life can make it so much easier for us to fall into burnout. To avoid this, schedule in time for real restoration. I have several episodes on rest, what it is and why we struggle with it and how to do it. We feel shame when we rest. Please take the shame out or you're not truly resting. Refer to one of my past episodes 
on um, about rest if you want to learn more about the topic of rest. But I highly suggest that when you're creating that schedule, that you build in time for rest so that your brain can recharge and be away from the overstimulation. Number eight, create a quiet and safe space. Designate a space wherever you go to retreat to for when sensory stimuli become too overwhelming. When you need to get away from a person or a trigger or you just need to go somewhere quiet and stare at a wall or at the sky or something. This could be going to your car if you're at a get-together and not at home, designating a room or a bathroom no one's using or, or a closet or even going for a walk. Giving yourself that space for self-care and refuge will make a huge difference because I'm telling you, our brains get super overwhelmed at these dinners where people are asking us questions like, I swear to God, if the next person asks me, when am I moving out, I will explode. Am I having children, Karen? I am not. Oh, my goodness. The questions, the answers, the digging all of the things that we deal with. Sometimes you just need to get away. So get a quiet, safe space that you can retreat to. Number nine, create reminders that work for you. ADHDers struggle with working memory and object consonants. Object consonants is basically like if it's not in your sight, it's not there. We live in a world of now or not now and out of sight, out of mind. So reminders are so, so, so helpful. Make them work for you, whether that's visually, digitally, or both. Put reminders for all the things. I have a reminder that takes up my entire phone screen to tell me to do things like eat dinner, shower, etc. So nothing is too silly or too small to put on these reminders on your schedule or in your phone or somewhere so that you don't forget externalize your brain it's too much to hold it all up there and you will forget if you externalize it it will help you remember and possibly even be on time this holiday season and number 10 embrace celebrating in your own ways whatever holiday or holidays that you celebrate celebrate them in ways that are fun for you Go to the gathering and leave early if you feel that you need to. Or don't attend the gatherings you don't want to attend. Stay in an Airbnb or get a hotel instead of staying with family if that makes you feel more comfortable. Whatever you celebrate, ask yourself how you can enjoy the moments you love and then do it. Again, you are a grown-ass adult who can do whatever you want. Use some of this time to celebrate in the ways that you want to exclusively. These are my top 10 tips for survival in the holiday season with ADHD. I've also included a routines and schedules freebie that you can refer to in the notes for parts of this when you need to write out a schedule and need to make decisions. And I really, really hope that this season you can live out of chaos and in some joy and enjoy the holiday with your loved ones and the people that matter the most to you. 
from the bottom of my heart, I am so, so grateful for you. That is all I have for now. Stay authentic, my friends, and we'll talk soon. Are you looking to get more support from a trauma-informed coach in a coaching program? Possibly looking for community, looking for people who understand you, and for strategies and real-life ways to get better with your ADHD? I would love to join to invite you to join Focused, the program made for adults with ADHD. Kristen Carter is amazing and she has made an amazing program for adults with ADHD. So this holiday season, give yourself a gift and use my show notes link to save money on your first month of focused. I mean, it saves us both some money on a month of focused and who couldn't save some money around this time of year. Hope to see you in there.